I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. Bob right. You ready? Yep. Every little chip chip is bad. Oh, that was not good. It sounds really bad, Max. I was trying to do a sting thing. Let's okay. (laughs) Every little chip chip is magic. That's much better. Turns me on. There's a stretch. No, I loved it. I felt like you were struggling a little bit to kind of like get it all in there. Chip was tough. There's a lot of syllables. (laughs) It's hard to work into songs. Sometimes it works. Typically, it does not work. Remember when I used to just start the podcast with Chip Chip we could go back to that, you know. Uh, no, you've this created, is, I've, I've created this, this monster. monster. I've created this machine. Musical I've monster. I've created like one or two people who are like, "Oh, I can't wait for this," and that's. And then very confused new guests who are like, "What? What is, is going, going on? on?" Episode three is where Chip Chipperoo <laughs> came in, and when I started singing them, I don't know. Who knows? We've lost track. All right, should we dive like right into burger puns? Oh, you want to go right into Bob Pun or Max Pun? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. I But I do have to say that you have taken this game and put it on our Instagram, and people seem to really be enjoying it. And I play the game, too, on our Instagram stories, and I get a lot of them wrong. It's tough, right? It's really hard. A lot hard. of people do. Yeah. And I'm, like, honored when people assume it's me and it's, like, Bob. When I, when I get Yeah, when I get more votes... And it's a Bob one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. Yay! I'm doing it. That's all I needed in life. Yeah, it's fun. So go follow us over yeah. on, on Bob's credits. Bob Hunter Max Pun time. I'm ready. Okay, these are all themed. Magic themed. Magic themed. Magic burgers. Magic themed. You ready? Okay, let's do it. Okay, your first pun is the Abracadabradicchio burger. Radicchio. Yeah. Radicchio. Abracadabradicchio. Bob. Max. Okay, that was very, you were channeling Bob there. You you and I were sitting somewhere and it popped in my head and I had to like run to the computer. I think we were actually out. Really? And I had to like, the second I walked in the door, I was like, I got to go write that down. (laughs) Oh my God, I wish I knew. We don't go out that much. 
Oh, it was probably like on a walk or something. It wasn't oh, like we were oh. like we were like I thought we were at a restaurant and there was radicchio no, no, there. No, we weren't like at like like a a variety magazine party or anything. And I was like, oh, I got to get home after this. I got to take off my bow tie and go write this down. Right, we are often at Vanity Fair parties. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, you ready for your next pun? Yep. David Copperfield Greensburger. The Magician, not the book by Charles Dickens. Um, you. Yes. Yes. Your next pun is, is this your charred burger? Oh, that's great. You. Bob. Damn it. It's really good. Was it in this episode? I feel like it, it was in this episode. Yeah, it's very prominent, and I was like, I was like, she's gonna get this one because it's so prominent. In I this one. I did see the last one on the board from this episode. Yeah, what was the last one. I it was like it's I, something I don't negative about in magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't use that one because I knew I, I remember you saying that out loud. <laughs> like, well. I was like, oh, I'm not using that one this week. And your final pun is I'm gonna sing this one, but it's magic <laughs> okay. related. Okay. Okay. This magic Whoa. moment. <laughs> Mint. Burger. Oh, I love that. Topped with mint leaves. You. Yes. You were just way too I know. excited I know. about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. For someone who hates singing or like being put on the spot, I love singing on this podcast. Yeah, you just, and you went for it. I went that for it. Time. <laughs> and it's really loud in Skylar's headphones and she was like, sweet God, make it stop. Well, we finished the round. We should, did, so we should talk we about make it stop. why that was magic-themed and talk about this episode. We should. Okay. Would you give us the title and synopsis for Season 4, Episode 10, please, Skylar? The title is Presto Tina O. Tina tries her hand at revenge magic when Jimmy Jr. fires her as his magician's assistant shortly before the Young Magician's competition. Bob gets cursed by a professional magician, Mars Sazerac. The only way to break it? Remove his name from Sazerac's Enemies of Magic book. This episode came out on January 12th, 2014, and was written by Kit Boss and directed by Chris Song. That is right. And I actually can just like jump into some fun facts because I oh. have some Kit facts oh, and I love some Kit Chris Fox. facts. <laughs> Th- these Kit and Chris. You, s- you said boss. fucks. I said what? You said I love Kit kit fucks i said fucks yeah. oh my god play it back <laughs> i don't believe you okay we'll see I, I can't wait to be editing this and be like she's right she's I said, right i said kit fucks oh, and I love kit Chris fucks. Facts. okay so um it's boss facts it's chris um it's chris song right are these the two best last names song and boss yeah oh they should start a band together or, or a, a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> song, the song and boss law firm. Yeah. Um, okay, so Chris is his first name, right? Yes. This is his first episode directing a Bob's Burgers episode. Oh. Isn't good, that lovely? Well, welcome, welcome to the family, Chris. <laughs> and as we're talking about new beginnings, we should talk about endings. This is the bosses, Kit Bosses, last episode writing on Bob's Burgers, his last episode for the show, because it looks like he got picked away to go write for The Good Wife. Oh, it's he or she? He. K. 
Kit. Positive. I'm. Kit, I'm. It's the name of a girl in a league of their own. I'm pretty positive. Or are they? I'm pretty sure he is a dude. Okay. Why don't you go look it up though? I'm right, right? Yes. You know what's really sad about that is when I read his name, I never assumed it was a woman because I just I think that's like it's so funny. I always assumed it was uh, a woman because probably because of a league of their own. So. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact. I don't know if you saw this when you were looking up Kit Boss, but um, other than Aaron Abrams who passed away. Kit uh-huh. Boss is the only writer to ever leave the Bob's Burgers writing staff. That that's is a, a great fact. That's very interesting, especially because so many of them went on to like write for other things, like but were yeah, yeah Marvel are still. Or, I guess they still write for wow. Bob as well. And I think the comedy drama transition is really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to know the other episodes he wrote? Sure. All right. So this is his last episode, obviously, but he started with Spaghetti Western and Meatballs. Okay. Mutiny on the Windbreaker, God Rest Ye Merry Gentle Mannequins, and It Snakes a Village. All episodes we've covered. So, thank you, Kit. Thank you. Thank you for your contributions to this fabulous show. Let's talk about the episode. Okay. What did you think of the episode? Do you like the episode? What? Just thoughts before we get those fun facts going. I really enjoyed this episode. I have to say I love Tina-centric episodes, but I do have to say Jimmy Jr. is such a little rascal in this episode. He's so like eighth grade boy and he's so disrespectful of Tina and (laughs) I just want to shake Tina and be like, no, there's better boys out there. Yeah, exactly. How did you feel about this episode and how did you feel about Jimmy Jr. in this episode? I enjoyed this episode too. Um, it's not like my favorite episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, I do love Tina Cedric episodes as well, and I like the I like that how excited Bob is to have magicians in town. He's all excited at first, and then he just totally gets screwed over by this one asshole ma- uh, magician. Very rude. And the curse he leaves in the place is great. Once he's like Bob's trying to like serve water, and it's not actually coming out, or and there's like there's- the handkerchiefs and the. Um, cash register yeah and like the exploding napkins it's really great so funny being cursed by a magician sounds miserable it's like the worst the worst pranks it's just like annoying yeah it doesn't really hurt you and that kind of those little magic bits that you just described are a great montage so we have those magic bits and then we have tina trying to get out of her straight jacket she's like rolling around on the floor and we have like the best song ever Playing over the montage, which I'm bringing up because we will hear in the credits. Yeah. And I was just trying to cut you off because I am a man and I. That's not true. Don't let you speak. That's not true at all. (laughs) Um, so, and I do have to say that Zeke is phenomenal as Jimmy's sidekick. I agree. He, I wouldn't even call him a sidekick in this. I would call him his hype man. He, (laughs) he is so supportive about Jimmy Jr.'s dance magic what is abracadance is that what he calls it (laughs) is that what he calls it yeah uh anything he could do anything yeah he's just so supportive zeke is such a good friend (laughs) i love zeke so much yeah he's really good in this episode very good um one complaint i do have is that we get some we get some tammy action no jocelyn 
I think we're still waiting for when they're always like together. Paired up. Yeah. What a missed opportunity to have some Jocelyn in this episode. I know. I feel like that is true of like real life. Like all of a sudden two girls are like constantly with each other, you know. But we do get a great Andy and Ollie scene where where, um, Louise and Jean try to pickpocket Andy and Ollie <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one of the best scenes of the whole episode. They're feeding each other lunch when mm-hmm. we when they sneak cut up. to them. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's so good. They're the greatest. What do you think? Should we do a little more fun facts? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so as you like to always remind us, there are script covers for each script. Mm-hmm. Um, so the script cover for this script is actually the cover of the program for the Young Magicians competition. Love it. And then this is pretty interesting, I thought. I'm not sure if I, if we've seen this, but in the film Ted 2, a cosplayer appears dressed as Tina, not just as Tina, but Tina in her magician's outfit from this episode. Oh, that's so random. Isn't that so random, but so good? Especially because Ted 2 is the uh, Seth MacFarlane universe, which is uh, not Bob's Burgers, uh, Family Guy. Yeah. I I thought it was a cool fact. And I thought it was a fun fact. Yeah. That movie should never have had a sequel. I feel like, I don't remember exactly. Is Ted the teddy bear? Yeah. Yeah. There was like this big period of just like bro comedies that were like it's gonna be funny to have cute things saying swear words was that a phase in well that's film? A, uh, that isn't that how seth mcfarland built a career i, I don't like. it's like it's not my world i have no idea yeah so you tell me no i think it's i think that's a big part of it yeah there's like little cute things like stewie on family guy just being yeah it's just my world is more ted lasso so I think we've I think we've come from I think the Family Guy South Park leads into us going back to being you know having a heart and kind humor mm-hmm. and, I, and Bob's Burgers in there too Bob's Burgers took mm-hmm. kind of like what um, Family Guy and South Park did but made it less um, punching down people yeah yes. and more you know heart and warm and ted lasso takes it to a new level yes i totally agree and i think like i feel like we're ha- we're seeing that in comedy too because like the best comedians right now or the comedians that couldn't evolve into right now i think their humor might have been punch down humor just making fun of other people mm-hmm. but people like john mulaney and and it, it's so much more than that so yeah i agree um, any other fun facts for us? That's all I have for you. Okay, I have one. Okay. Just because I like to look up who does voices on episodes. Oh, oh, no. I yes, had this yes. fun fact. Okay. I okay, had it. Okay. Jordan Peele. Yes. Makes his debut on Bob's Burgers as the magician clerk. The, the magic the mag- store. Yeah, the magic shop guy. His name yeah. is Horace. And yes, this is, this is like a, Jordan Peele's going to have a run now. Where he's a bunch of voices, including in the next episode, which I'll point out that he does a voice in, a, in the next episode really? we're going to do. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. So this was back in 2014, which was before Get Out, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Must have been around Key and Peel time. Yeah. Um, 
but he he does he does pop up for I a didn't while know that was like a running voices. a running thing that he like kind of comes and does all these we'll different see characters. We'll in the next episode. I'll, that's I'll so point fun. it out. Um, yeah, so that's the the only fun fact I had that you already had. Should we get into the credits? Let's do it. Okay, so the very last moment is at the end of... They're at backstage at the end of this uh, Young Magicians competition. And Bob is reading a note from Sazerac saying that Sazerac kind of like got him again. Like yeah. Bob thought he was getting Sazerac by licking all of the meats in his dressing room. And Sazerac reveals in a note that he got Bob. He and we're going to find all. out how right before we get into these credits. There's a P.S. P.S. I farted on the meat. Uh, oh, God. Oh. Well, I hope oh. you learn your lesson, Bob. Oh. You don't lick meat. Oh. Disagree. <laughs> so Bob has licked meat that has been farted on. Linda says, don't. You shouldn't lick meats. And Gene Says, I disagree. Completely. And I do, too. Yeah, sh- sure. Lick meats if you want. Lick meats. I-, I don't know how you can lick them and not eat them, right? I don't know. No? You don't I agree? Don't if we Should I grab our gabagool out of the fridge and give it a little lick and see if you can refrain from eating it? I am pretty hungry, so that's probably going to be a no. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's hard to. Yeah. Anyway, once that cuts, and it cuts to what? what's the scene for the credits? Set us up here. Okay, we hear those so drums coming in. It's the classic kitchen scene, literally. Mm-hmm. That's all I see right Just now. Just Bob, Louise, and Tina prepping burgers. Yep. And we start to hear like these shoop, 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 shoop. So what happens is we get those lyrics coming in here. Do you want to give it, give them to us? Yes. So the song is called It's Not Magic, It's Tragic. And those lyrics are, it's not magic, it's tragic. Great. Thank you for that. I wonder how they came up with the title of the song. (laughs) Um, Okay. So when the music comes in, we see this big gray cloud of smoke. And then Sazerac appears. Another thing of smoke. And he disappears. Yeah. And he's he's in the foreground. Yeah. Closest to the audience. Yeah. And... No one in the kitchen notices, which I love. They, There's no reaction. They just keep doing their prep work. Mm-hmm. Louise goes to get the burger. Let's and what else happened there? Because there was a little tiny... A little, a yeah. little magic. Um, so we see a dove appear out of nowhere and fly away. Do you know where the dove appears, though? I kept trying to figure no, that out. Let's go back. I think it just flies across the Does screen. Does the burger... Like... I couldn't figure it out. I don't see what it starts from. It just it kind just of appears. Like, it's yeah. like by Bob's waist and yeah. it just like appears and and it's a white dove and flies. Right. And so far, and Linda appears in the window as the dove mm-hmm. flies across the stream. No one's reacting to this magic going no. on. Nothing is out of the ordinary other than there's magic stuff happening around them. I and love this it. lovely song that's playing. Yep. Okay, we get one more thing happening there during like that, that scatting. Yep. Um, what happens? A white vase and three red roses appear, um, kind of in front of Louise on the prep counter. 
Right. Once again, she doesn't notice, though. Nobody yes. notices. And we're still waiting for Gene to make his appearance. Because we're kind of getting the classic credits. And if you remember old school days, it's just them prepping burgers and Gene. At the very end, walks in in his burger costume. From the right side of the screen. There he is. So what's what's the difference with Gene there? Gene is levitating. He's floating on his back across the screen. Head first. Yeah. His little feet are kind of like flopping. Yeah, yeah. He's flopping around and he's yeah. kind of like, in, it looks like he's in a pool, but he's not. Exactly. And that makes me so happy because everyone else is just doing normal stuff and Gene is floating. <laughs> levitating. No, no big deal. I'm levitating. Oh, there we go. Ms. Dua Lipa. <laughs> um, thoughts. Um, Do you want to give us the rest of the lyrics? Yes. Okay, so I think there's a longer version in the thing that mm-hmm. just has don't mix romance with magic Ooh. is the one where Tina's mm-hmm. learning that. But it's all some form of it's not magic, it's tragic or don't mix romance with magic. Ooh, she'll take the straight jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some scatting. Mm. And abracadabra cadab, I think at the very end. I'm obsessed with that. Do we want to listen to it again? It's so good. How satisfying is that? It's so good, but it's so hard to say. Try singing it. Okay, you got it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Forget what I said. It was really, it is hard to say. Okay. Um, Highlights and lowlights? Okay. Are there highlights? Are there lowlights? There, you... there are. Okay. This is quintessential simplicity in its finest to me. Well, but one of the things I really love about the end credits is when, yeah, like they keep the normal end credits and there's do little things that have to do with the episode. And this, this nails that. This is yeah. like, again, the family is not reacting to anything going on they're just going about their normal day and we're getting all these little magic tricks throughout the end and then to top it off the gene floating by it's It's just really i think it's really great yeah and the song is so fun the song is great i've been singing it all week it's really really fun except for the end part because i can't sing it as well as you do but it doesn't get super duper extra points because it was taken from the episode it wasn't written for the credits yeah we we dock you an h or two in our scoring well i don't know if we dock you but you no. get extra points if it's written for that for the credit we you started at 10 and we took away because of that <laughs> come on bob's writers you don't do enough on this show <laughs> so i think like the highlight for me is just the warm feeling of just all this magic happening while they're not even noticing which is a metaphor for life. It's all around you. You just and gotta And if you really look. take the time to appreciate it, it's there. You got you got it. See what you learned on Bob's credits. <laughs> See, we're like Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. We are talk about heart. We've got it right here. Uh, Biscuit is passed out on your Oh, never mind. He his eyes woke. Well, you said his name. <laughs> That's true. I should have said the B boy or like baby boy or cutie boy. Um, should we score these credits? Yes. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh Who wants to go first? 
Big yawn from Skylar. Bigger yawn from Skylar. That was a big yawn. Do you want me to score first? Either way. I'm going to start calling you Yanni. Okay. Like the, what's it like, progressive musician? What is Yanni? What kind of music does Yanni make? You don't know. Okay, don't know. forget it. I'm not going to start calling you Yanni. Okay. Okay. Um, I will give these a nine H's. Solid nine H's. I'm going to meet you at a nine. Okay. Yep. That's perfect. Yep. Any other thoughts about them? My only thought is I don't love Sazerac as a character like that much. So I actually prefer like the little pieces of magic over his like grand entrance. At the yeah. Beginning of the he's credits. annoying. Yeah. But I appreciate like, like, um, Dr. Yap, who I can't mm-hmm. stand when he like comes in at the end of those one credits we did a few weeks ago with like the, he's yeah. there for too long. At least Sazerac yeah. just like, I'm here and, and then out. I'm gone. And, and then like, we get to okay. go back to the family. Okay. And he was a big part of the episode. And maybe it's like, he's saying like, I'm here. This place is cursed. I'm out of here. Now yeah. watch all the stuff that I've done to it, you know? Yeah. But actually, you could kind of say that the curse has been reversed because these are all lovely things. Like, yeah. they're flowers and... Let me ask you about his fry trick real quick while we're talking about Disgusting. him. Where he regurgitates the fries. But they're not like chewed up fries. So, did yeah. he swallow those fries whole, hold them in his throat a bit, and then does it? Isn't or that is the it point like, of magic that we don't know how? I guess so. It just grosses me out very much. Yeah, it's an illusion. He's at Max. He's not actually reaching in his throat and taking out fries that he swallowed whole. Maybe he is. You don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know that. One thing we forgot to mention is that when he pickpockets Bob, yeah, Bob's wallet has a burger on it. <laughs> so dorky. I love it. How much does this guy love burgers? <laughs> that would be like you having like a biscuit on your wallet. He's on my phone. It's a photo on your phone. Oh. It's not your case. Okay, well, I'm going to go order a, it, like a biscuit wallet now. Bob's burger wallet looks like one of those Velcro wallets that like eighth grade boys have. And it like has a like snap, a burger on like it. Like a snap button? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Maybe it's from eighth grade when his he's like, I'm going to open my own restaurant, not a stupid diner. Yeah, take that, dad. All right. All right. That does it for Presto Tina O. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As we said, please follow us on Instagram. Come play some Bob Pun or Max Pun. We're on Twitter, too. Bob's Credits. Uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Leave us a review, please. Write us a review. Uh, come tell us how much you love us on socials. Talk about us on socials. Tell your friends all about us. We want more people listening to us. Skylar's falling asleep over there. Skylar, anything else you want to tell the folks at home? I'm going to say stay in your magic, baby. Stay in your magic. Stay in your magic. Okay. I will do that. They will do that. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Abracadabra. You've been waiting for that. I can't even I was. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.